Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to season three of the Agile World, where we discuss customer and employee experience, organizational and workforce transformation, and how business can adapt and continually improve in an Agile age. The Agile World podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full stack technology services, talent services, and real world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed in this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Agile personal brand and how it can help both with both personal and business success. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Henry Kaminsky, founder and CEO of Unique Designs and host of the Brand Doctor podcast. Henry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. So happy to be here. Super pumped. Yeah, looking forward to it. So uh, why don't we start by um, giving everybody a, a little bit of your background and what you do? Sure. So 15 years ago, I can't believe it's been 15 years already. My Jesus. Uh, 15 years ago, I started my entrepreneurial journey as a freelance graphic designer. I was literally the guy designing nightclub flyers for the nightlife industry up here in uh, northern New Jersey. And uh, what happened was that matured quickly into a multi-million dollar boutique branding agency where now we focus on working with personality brands to really help them monetize their expertise online. So we worked with some names you probably have heard before in the past, like John Bon Jovi. Uh, Fabio Viviani, celebrity chef, uh, Russell Brunson, the one of the co-founders over there at ClickFunnels.com, along with hundreds of other coaches, consultants, speakers, authors uh, that really are struggling with creating the value. I shouldn't say creating the value, but creating the identity online that their business truly represents. And so we've been uh, a master at this. I no longer do any of the design work myself. I have a, I think a 14 people team now, 14 person team now that does a lot of the execution, but I work one-on-one with the clients on the most important part, the brand strategy before we get into the heavy lifting of website design and social media identity, et cetera. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, no. It sounds you you must have some uh, interesting stories from some of your uh, some of your clients. So maybe that's a topic of another show. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm happy to share. I'm happy to share. Oh yeah, we nice. got some doozies. Nice. So yeah. So let's let's talk about branding. So um, you know, I've done a lot in in my career. You know, I used to own a marketing agency and did a lot on the corporate branding side of things. Not so much on the personal branding side. So how would you? How would you define personal branding versus, you know, whether it's corporate branding or just branding in general? You know, what's what's the what's the differences and, and you know, what's the why are both important? Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent question. And I and I and I get it a lot. And then the the, the caveat to that question is what's more important. Right? right. And I believe that they are both very, very important and both need to be created in tandem. But let me answer your question. A business brand is built around an identity you create for your business. And it's very independent of your personal name. Okay. A personal brand is built around you 
and your personality, your name, and your business name will be one of the same. So what does that mean? Well, I truly believe that your business brand is an offshoot of your personal brand. So if you walk into somebody's office and it's completely disheveled and you could tell that organization and structure is not on their top priority, right? chances are that person lives a similar personal life, right? So it's very, very important to build the two in tandem because your business is a reflection of who you really are. Um, and as your business grows, you, you grow, obviously. So the cool thing about a personal brand is no matter what business you decide to get into, if you create a strong following and a strong personal brand, those followers or audience members or community are going to follow you to your next journey. So I'm breaking into a new industry um, as we speak. And I'm not saying anything uh, right away about what industry it actually is. Um, But I can't wait to share the news with my community because now they know that I'm getting into this industry. I'm sure there's going to be a few people that come out and say, hey, I got a connection here for you. Or, hey, um, I know somebody that knows somebody that can help you with this. Right. And now they become a, a supporter, uh, no matter what you do. And so that's why I, I would almost say that personal branding is actually maybe a little bit more important than a business brand, because again, who you are is going to reflect how your business shows up. Yeah. Well, and this kind of segues to the, to the next question is just measuring success on a, on a personal brand. I think you kind of, you alluded to some of it already, but you know, how, how do you, when you work with clients and um, you know, they're obviously they're, they're hiring you to do that. Like what is, what is success measured on from, from that standpoint? It's a great question. And, and it all comes down to action and it all comes down to what they really want in life. So, you know, when I say, when somebody comes to me and asks, you know, what makes a successful personal brand? How could somebody position themselves as a, as an influencer or a subject matter expert in their field? After doing this for all these years, it really boils down to three things. One is you really need to understand who you are as a person, right? And be true to who you are and not apologize for it. I think a lot of times we we get caught up in what everybody else has to say about us and it could derail us very quickly. And so that happened to me personally. And I became this like this this ping pong ball right inside of my head and also to my community. Oh, one day I'm doing this, one day I'm doing that. You know these fly-by-night people that show up and then they're gone the next day because of what somebody said to them or maybe they got trolled or criticized or or questioned and, you know, right away they start to question themselves and then they go dig a hole and crawl into it. I've I've seen it a thousand times. Um, But when the person is really true to who they are, it – it's almost like they have a force field around them. 
one of my one of my my I call them my board of directors. So I have a few people on my board of directors for my life, right? Not just my business. That's great, um, <laughs> right? And uh, there is a and and she's a mindset coach, and I've been working with her for four and a half years now. And one of the things she said to me that really sort of stuck in my head, she's like, Henry, you should have maybe five to eight people in your entire life that you really care about their opinion and you go to them in trust and you go to them to really get their opinion on things. Everybody else in your life that wants to share an opinion, you could say, thank you very much, but you don't have to hold any weight to it. And that helped me tremendously build that force field around me. So it was, it was, it was a quick example. I was talking to my brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws on a group FaceTime this morning. And I got to watch what I say here. Cause I don't want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't get anybody don't, in trouble. Right? I don't want to get anybody in trouble, <laughs> but our, our dog recently passed um, and within a couple of weeks, I took it upon myself and obviously with the, with the okay of my family, my, my wife to rescue another pit bull. Cause I have an affinity towards pit bulls. Cause I think they're mis misrepresented and um, there's too many of them out there that are beautiful souls that need, that need a family that need a home. Yeah. Well. And so I went out and I, I shouldn't say I, we went out as a, as a family unit and found the perfect dog. I mean, when I say the perfect dog, it's damn near close to perfect dog. Nice, nice. And so I was getting criticized by my, my, in, my, my in-laws that I replaced my other dog and it's too soon. I wouldn't have done it so quickly. And I said, thank you for your opinions. I don't care. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was as, as nice as I could be. Not that their opinions don't matter to me, but they didn't matter to me about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're not on my, my board of directors. Okay. Right. So that's why, and, and again, you're going to find people, maybe your brother-in-law or sister-in-law will be part of your board of directors in your life. Great. Right. But these folks aren't, they just aren't, they're family. And that's, yeah. I love them to death, yeah. but I'm not going to worry about every single opinion they have of me and the actions that I take. So that's being true to who you are. Second is showcasing and proving your expertise. That's what differentiates you from everybody else. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Is your expertise. What makes you different from everybody else? Your expertise. And that's something you can't really fake <laughs> because your expertise is going to lead to the third piece which is showcasing how you've helped other people. When you're looking for, and I, I, I make this very, very simple. You're looking to get new gutters for your business, uh, for your, for your house, right? Are you going to call, are you going to call a carpenter? No, you're going to call an exterior professional, somebody right, that right. specializes in home exterior or roofs, right? And you're going to hire that guy, right? And I hope to hell on their website that they have proof that they've saved people thousands of dollars 
of costly leaks yeah. in their home. Right. right. So I think a lot of people forget that piece. I'm working with a client right now, 26 years in his profession. You go to his website, there's not one testimonial nor mm. any showcasing of how he's helped people save money or create wealth. Mm. Yeah. So how do you pick him as your finance guy? Right. Right. right? Yeah. So those three things, being true to yourself, showing, improving your expertise, and then showcasing how you've helped other people is really going to help you position yourself out there as a subject matter expert. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's great. And I mean, you know, just kind of thinking about, um, I think the first one, the, to me, at least the, the last two, nothing, nothing in this world is worth doing is easy, but the last two are, seem like they're easier to define in that, you know, I'm a marketer. And so therefore I should have results of, you know, of, you know, of my marketing abilities or whatever, you know, to use that example. Mm -hmm. I, to me personally, I think it's really hard to figure out what is the unique, okay, in the realm of marketing, just to follow that all the way through, like what makes me unique and what is unique about, you know, it's it's kind of, it's it's hard to know oneself, right? That's the, it's a lifelong journey not to get too philosophical on, you know, or anything, but it, it really is, uh, you know, I've, I continually go through this. I mean, I, I take, I take personal branding very seriously as well. And I, you know, I, my story is, you know, of, of personal branding is really, you know, I had a company, I ran it for 14 years and about halfway into it, I realized that there was literally no separation between me and the company. And so I made a conscious decision of like, my first step was, okay, I'm going to get a personal email address. <laughs> that that was like a, it was a big step. And, and, you know, just since then really focusing on, okay, well, there's, there's me and, then there's whatever company I happen to be involved in. And, you know, since I sold that company, it, to, what you were saying earlier just really resonates with me because I was able to move to, you know, to several different things without losing myself um, versus previously, I never would have done that. But I think that that knowing what it is, what the value is that you provide, how do you, you know, how would you recommend someone start wrapping their head around that? Because it's, again, it's not just about I'm, I can tactically do X, Y, or Z. It's, you know, what, what, what is it in, you know, from your perspective? Yeah. So uh, I've gotten this question before. It was kind of asked in a different way, but yeah, sorry, I, I, that was a very long question. No, it's <laughs> but, yeah. no, it's okay. I'm picking up what you're dropping down. And one of the things that, um, you have to pay attention to is the signs that the universe gives you. I'm not super religious. I grew up Catholic, but I'm not super religious, but I guess you would call me very spiritual because I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything that happens in your life um, from who shows up in it to what is said to you for like each and every word is meant for something. Right. And I, I could just, I could, I could, I could speak for myself. You know, as I was growing up, there were things said to me um, that I couldn't see. I couldn't see. You know, Henry, you're a very courageous person. Uh, Henry, you you see things in people that they can't see in themselves. And you're not afraid to share that with them. Um, and I, 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 those are two very unique pieces that I don't think I've ever recognized 
before until somebody actually said it to me. And again, this person was part of my board of directors, so I took right. it very seriously. And the, especially the courageous thing, I, I said, I, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. I'm not a huge flyer. I'll, I'll get on any plane now, but like, I'm not, I'm not, if I had to fly or, or walk, <laughs> I'd probably walk. Right. <laughs> Depending, right? But, but, um, so I didn't really find myself or see myself as courageous, but when they told me that and they explained why they thought that, it really resonated with me because you don't run a business for 14 years smoothly. Right. You know, yeah. and yeah. we, I've had my ups and downs in business. And if you follow my story, you'll hear a, a lot about them because I, I share them openly. Um, but it takes a courageous person to get back up and get after it again. And when they were pointing those pieces of my journey out to me, I said, holy crap, you guys are right. You know, um, so pay attention to the signs that the universe gives you. Basically, what people say to you that are profound and cherish those, maybe lean into them. Um, I also have a, 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 a technique that I want to share because um, you asked the question prior to us going live, something along the lines of, you know, there's folks that are leaders in large companies. Um, you know, they have well-established business brands already. You know, um, how should they take into, the, into account their, their building of their personal brand, right? And so I found this in a book years ago, and I thought it was... I thought it was a fun exercise. Um, and I forget the name of the book. I'm sorry. But they said to pick five people in your life that you really look up to. It could be anybody. And then pick five characteristics that each of those people have that you really admire. I mean, I have a, I have a business coach who has the ability to get deep into the questioning to the point where you're giving him your soul, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that, that is, and he's not doing it um, uh, maliciously at all. He wants to get to the core of what's going on inside of your brain so he can help you. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a characteristic that I, I love about him and he's helped me because of, that strong trait of his, right? So you pick five characteristics of the five people that you admire and really look up to in life. They could be people that you never even met, right? And then start implementing those characteristics into your life and watch what happens after 30 days of you doing that consistently and then go to 90 days consistently and see how you change as a person. Right. Because I always say to I always say to my clients and I always say to my audience two things. One, be the client you wish to attract. Because you will get more of them. Right. And two, be the hero that you want to see in the world. That will make you a very strong leader and a very strong personal brand that people are gonna wanna attached to. 
right? Because you're going to give off a frequency. You're going to give off an energy that's going to be almost contagious in a good way. And uh, people want that. There's not enough of that, I believe, in the world today. And we need to, we as thought leaders, we as subject matter experts in our space need to step up and start empowering others to do that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, So one of the reasons why people focus on personal branding is to, um, they're in some kind of, not everybody's a salesperson, but they're, you know, they have some kind of, there's, there's something they're selling. I mean, I think most of us, there's, you know, there's something that we're promoting, selling, so on and so forth. And, and so what's your advice on, you know, how should someone look at this relationship between personal branding and sales? I mean, I'm sure it's a little different than again, corporate branding and sales, but you know, what's, What's realistic? What's, you know, how should people kind of go into that um, and expectation wise? Yeah, R and T, R as in Robert and T as in Tom, relationships and trust. When when you get serious about becoming a better person, um, there's going to be a stronger relationship you build with people. That relationship is going to build a lot of trust along with it. And I truly believe that people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And you've heard that a thousand times. That's been around for decades. Um, but I truly believe people buy people first, then they buy the product or service. I'll give you a quick example. When I was coming up, I wasn't a great designer. I taught myself how to do graphic design. I didn't go to the fancy design school. So in the beginning, my designs were garbage <laughs> at best, at best. But how could I explain that I had books of business that were killing my competition that were way better than me in the skill set? People liked me. They liked my drive. They liked my business sense. They liked my, my, my energy. And they were willing to sacrifice quality um, for time because that's what was most valuable to them was their time and speed. So I was able to get things done very quickly. And to this day, we're, we're one of the fastest turnaround companies, I believe on the planet, because that's one of my core values is speed and time, right? And so I had a tremendous amount of business in the beginning, even with poor skill set or Amateur skill set, I should say, sure. right? Yeah. Um, so without trust, you don't have sales, right? Without having a personality that people can connect with um, and resonate with and relate to, um, it's going to be hard to sell, okay? And and when, when you have a strong personal brand, it's going to help you become more differentiated from everybody else that does what you do. When I, It's not a trick question, guys. When I ask people, you know, what makes you different from the next guy or gal that does what you do. And they go into these dissertations, right? They go into these long winded speeches and I say, save all of that. It's you, you. So the answer to that question is me. That's why. Yeah. That's what makes me different. Me. There's nobody on this planet like me. So that's it. That's the answer. And it just, you should see the look on people's faces. They're just like, 
that's easier than I thought. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I said, don't right. complicate it. Don't complicate it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, so a couple questions just before we wrap up here, uh, just to talk as a, as a former agency owner, um, you know, I have lots of opinions and, and, um, some things I, I like some regrets, but, um, you know, about my time in the space, but, you know, you've been running your agency for, um, 14 years now, you said, or it's going to um, be four. Yeah. 14 yeah. years. September. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've, definitely seen a lot, you know, a lot happens in 14, a lot happens in two years, but you know, a lot happens in 14 years. You know, what are some of the things you've learned over the years? I mean, I think you, you've alluded to some of those, you know, as well, but you know, what are some of the things that you've seen and, and learned and um, you know, what do you kind of wish you would have known earlier in your, in your experience? It's a great question. So I, I've got it boiled down to about five things uh, and I'll go through them very quickly. One is, structure builds freedom structure builds freedom so in the beginning i didn't have processes and systems and sops standard operating procedures inside of my business because i was a one-man band doing everything myself i wore all the hats right and i i i damn near put myself in the grave because of it because my quality of life was extremely poor my health was not good and it was a struggle so when i realized that structure builds freedom, I realized that processes and systems are that structure that's going to help you scale, which leads me to number two is there's no way in hell that you're going to scale to seven figures plus by yourself. Right. And that's where I struggled year five when I was coming at a crossroads where I didn't really want to do the design work that I was doing at the time, which was the club stuff. And, you know, I was getting older and I wasn't going out to those places right. anymore. So, um, I realized that if you want to take this business to the next level, that you need to create a, a team. And luckily with a master's degree, uh, I was able to apply some of that knowledge uh, to building out a team and finding the right human resources to get the right people in the right places. So that's number two is you're not going to be able to do this on your own. So start thinking about that immediately if you're not already. Third is, this goes back to the old Zig Ziglar quote. And uh, I wish I learned about this quote earlier in my days, but he said something along the lines of when you help people get what they want, people will help you get what you want. Yeah. And I kind of twist that a little bit. And I say, listen, when you help people get what they want, the universe will help you get what you want because i think what happens is when people read that quote literally they'll go out and they'll try to implement it and then the minute somebody doesn't reciprocate they're like this is bs i'm not doing this anymore i'm getting taken advantage of yeah i like your take on it i i completely agree with that it's and you get yeah it. it's just you know it's kind of people call it like pay it forward or whatever but it's like yeah, just, you know, and you got to be careful in some cases, but I, yeah, I strongly believe it's like, if you, you know, if you take care of other people, uh, yeah, the universe will take care of you basically. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and that's all you have to worry about, right? The other, the other, the other point, point number four is you're one in a billion. Okay. And that may discourage some of you because you're going to say, well, how the hell am I going to stand out? It's, it's this, this, this industry is so saturated, right? Well, let me just rephrase the question or rephrase the statement. 
with a little different inflection. You're one in seven billion. That's how you stand out, as I mentioned before. So back in the day, it was my attitude and mindset was, I'm one in a seven billion. I'm never going to be able to do this, right? I might as well just quit. Whereas I started to build my, my personal brand and my personal development, I started to really lean into the, you're one and 7 billion. So make it count, right? Make it count. And then lastly, um, don't let success get to your head. You know, you, you have to stay humble because this, this could all be taken away from you in, in seconds. Uh, unfortunately, last week uh, or on Sunday, Sunday or Saturday evening, I lost one a, a dear friend. He died in his sleep from a blood, from a clogged artery, 43 years old. Wow. I was just with him the day before all day at a Rutgers University tailgate. You would have never thought in a million years there was anything wrong with this kid. Wow. Man. Gone overnight. Got the call Sunday morning coming in from a dog walk with my with my guy. And my wife brings me in and says, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't believe it. Right. And so uh, the wake is tonight, unfortunately, and the funeral tomorrow and stuff. So it, it's been a heavy week. And it's really it's really given all of us, you know, we have a tight little group here and, and, and all of us uh, have, have made the commitments to getting checkups, you know, going in for physicals. One of my buddies hasn't gotten a physical since he was 17 years old. He's 44, right? Like now that this happened, everybody's waking up, right? Again, sign from the universe, Henry, you may think you're healthy, but maybe it's a sign that you need to go get this done. Right. And so that was all booked out yesterday. But when I was coming up, you know, I I grew up a very humble life. My father raised me by himself four jobs, made sure there was food on the table and clothes on my back, lived very, very humbly. Uh, So when I first came into some money on my own, it went straight to my head. Yeah. Yeah. And I made some I made some really poor decisions. So don't let the success get to your head. Let it drive you to help more people. And uh, can and help you propel your your mission and your vision of why you started this business in the first place. So those are my five things that I wish I would have known earlier in my entrepreneurial career. Yeah, no, that that's really great. Well, um, Henry, thanks so much. This has been great talking with you. Thanks for joining the show. Um, what's the best way for people to keep up with uh, with what you're doing? Yeah, so I would recommend everybody to go to my website. It's unique designs with a Z at the end, not an S dot net. And I highly recommend you take the masterclass. It's completely free. It's 22 minutes and it's going to share with you what the top 5% of entrepreneurs are doing to scale to seven figures and beyond. And when you go through that masterclass, I bet there's going to be one or two things that you say, oh, damn. I'm doing those things right now. I need to quit it immediately. So I highly recommend you take that masterclass. You'll get on my email list. And we're very, uh, I should say, uh, we're very aggressive. I'll be honest with you with our email. So I run uh, live streams twice a week and emails go out to, to for as reminders and things like that. Um, but yeah, you'll get access to my Instagram, my podcast, my YouTube channel, all from my website. Um, so you could just go there and check check it out. 
Wonderful. Well, thanks again. I'd like to thank Henry Kaminsky, founder and CEO of Unique Designs for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, from my website at theagile.world.